Welcome to Heart Speak Podcast, episode 200, Breaking Out of Fitting In. Welcome to the Heart Speak Podcast, where valuable insights are shared that bypass the mind and resonate with the heart. Listen, open your heart, become inspired, find the joy and fulfillment that awaits when you follow your heart. And now, here's your host, Dr. Christine Page. Well, hello there, wherever you are in the world, you are welcome. It's good to be back with you. And thank you for all your comments about last week's podcast, Playing God. We're seeing more and more of that. I've added a very important link to a documentary underneath last week's YouTube that tells us more and more about the very unhealthy chemicals that are being pumped into our atmosphere and have been pumped in for many years that are the probable cause of many chronic illnesses. As well as that, we're going to look at what's been pumped into our bodies, what's been pumped into the earth. But let's start with our beautiful Leo new moon. Those of you who are Leos love this energy. Leo is about stepping out, being an activist, being a leader, stepping into the spotlight. And already I know some of you are saying, that's not me. I hate the spotlight. But perhaps you like other parts of being Leo, like your hair. Leos usually have very nice hair and like touching their hair. Or maybe you enjoy approval. In fact, you just want me to celebrate you right now because you're so fantastic. And Leos seek approval. And they seek a pride, a group of people who will follow them. So you often find them being the head of a different group, whether it's a family or whether it's at their work or it's in their community. Having others that want to follow is a really important part of being a Leo. And I celebrate you for doing that. But this Leo new moon is not just about all those wonderful qualities about stepping up and not thinking about things, but actually activating yourself. Because we also have other things happening, which is Mercury also in Leo is squaring Uranus in Taurus. And we're going to be talking more about Uranus in Taurus once again. But Mercury in Leo is about having that voice, communicating new ideas, stepping forward again, as I say, in a maybe dramatic way. Leos can be very dramatic. But when it's squaring Uranus, Uranus exacerbates our ability to actually sometimes say something we wish we hadn't said. It's like a shocking revelation, shocking truths. Sometimes unexpected communications are going to happen during this time. So just be careful (laughs) to think maybe before you speak, because Mercury and Leo often feels that I have a right to say this. I'm going to say it. And so it can be a little bit arrogant And when Uranus is around, whoops, out it comes, and we can't get it back. And I think we're going to see this. We'll see it in ourselves, that there are going to be shocking revelations, as I say, but also maybe leaders, because Leo is about being a leader, communicating something and then wishing they hadn't, because they hadn't realized the impact of their communication, or their arrogance had got a little the better of them. And so they're like, whoa, and I'm seeing that. I'm sure you are, where things are being said and you're saying, did you really mean to say that? Because what you've just done 
is tell us about something that we thought was a truth for the last two years, and now you're telling us you never believed it was a truth? And I'm going to be sharing some of the other untruths that have been carried on for, for 50 years. And everybody said, you're crazy not to believe this. And now we're maybe seeing things that should have been talked about in a little bit more detail and maybe should have been shared and discussed before they went into, into the press. So what I would say for all of us is this is a time to not only be careful about what we say, but also think it through. Is it based on a foundation that's strong or is it on a very weak foundation that's just going to be exploding in front of our face? But Mercury and Leo squaring Uranus has also got this sense of maybe something that we've been hiding within ourselves is going to come out. And that's where I sense is happening for all of us at this time. And I certainly have experienced that for myself this week, this sense of recognizing where have I been blocking parts of myself, keeping parts of myself down to fit in. Do you ever do that? Ha ha ha. The pleaser, the harmonious, harmonious one, the peacemaker, the one that always does things in a certain way, maybe even takes the role of leadership when you really don't want to. So what roles have you been playing, like me, that everybody assumed you would take that role, but maybe now you don't want to use that role. It's now outdated. It needs to be retired. And yet behind that is, well, who would I be if I wasn't playing that role? Who would I be in my community, my family, with my friends? And I'm very aware, and I'm sharing this, that I maybe overthink my responses to people. I plan what I'm going to say. Now, it's not a long plan. It's not like takes minutes. But I'm aware of reading other people's energy and almost planning what I need to say in order to keep the peace, please them, not let them see a different side of me. Am I talking to any of you out there that have a similar tendency to do this? So this breaking down or breaking away from fitting in has also this Uranus-like energy. And as I've mentioned many times, Uranus, Mars, North Node, all coming forward, 31st of July, 1st of August. This isn't going to all end there, but it's a beginning of what is it about you that is extraordinary? What is it about you that now everybody needs to see? If everybody's always seen you as kind of strange, maybe it's time to be stranger. Maybe you will never fit in. Have you ever thought of that? Maybe people will never understand you. Maybe it doesn't matter. Maybe what matters is that you're no longer going to try to fit in. And maybe being that extraordinary being is the real leadership that we're talking about in Leo. Maybe it's time to actually carve a new path, set a new direction, send out new frequencies. Or maybe just reconnect to who you are, which will already 
change the dynamics around you. So there are many things, as you know, I could say about this Uranus, Mars, North Node, but North Node is about your fate. And fating is really what we're about today. What is, where are you fated to be unusual? Where are you fated to be unique? Where are you fated to be a revolutionary? Where are you fated not to fit in? What is now no longer serving its purpose? And what is waiting to emerge? And at the end of this podcast, I'm going to offer a short meditation or guided meditation so you can really see what I call your defenders. Who are these parts of you, these subpersonalities who have jumped in to defend you or protect you from being seen for all that you are? What is it you don't want other people to see in you? Because it wouldn't fit in anymore. So look forward to that meditation. But as we move forward, so here we've had the Leo New Moon, yes, inspiring us all to step out and be those revolutionary beings or maybe more activist, and then the Uranus coming in there and moving it all along. And then we have Mercury on the 30th or 31st of this month, again, being very much along the same lines. Mercury is now coming opposite to Saturn. Mercury, Leo, Saturn, Aquarius. Saturn and Aquarius, what we've seen is this sort of structure, but it can be a very cold structure. It's saying, I am creating the foundations for the future, Aquarius. I know what's good for you. Mercury and Leo says, hey, maybe you don't. Maybe there isn't a right way, and maybe it isn't the way that you are projecting as the authority. So we're going to see, again, shocking truths coming to the surface of challenging authorities, challenging people saying, we know what's right for you, challenging those who say, we need to have less carbon dioxide in the atmosphere. Uh, hello, I am actually breathing out carbon dioxide, and the trees don't survive without it. And this whole idea about nitrogen, oh my goodness, we are hearing so much, not misinformation, but information that makes no sense. And so let's just look at this before we go into the meditation. The recent revelations were about the SSRIs, the selective serotonin reuptake inhibitors. These antidepressant drugs, such as Prozac, that many of you may have know about, in fact, you may be taking, have now, after all this time, we could be talking, I think they came out in the 70s, 50 years, where somebody said, hey, being depressed is all about missing chemicals in your brain. How often do I hear that, whether it's depression or anxiety or schizophrenia? It's all about some hormones or some chemicals not being correct. How dare they? I could even talk about, if I may say, the idea of feminine hormones. Oh, it's your hormones, Daya. Oh, it's your age. It's your time of the month. Our hormones are perfectly normal. When they're out of balance, then we need to ask the question. And that's the same for the SSRIs or depression. And at last, someone has done a huge study and said, 
you know, serotonin is not the problem. Your lack of serotonin does not cause depression. Oh my goodness. So all those drugs that have been sold to us, millions and millions of prescriptions based on an understanding that we lack serotonin have been falsely prescribed. Now, I'm not asking you if you're one of those people taking an antidepressant, don't take, say, oh, I'm not going to take it anymore. But if it isn't a chemical imbalance, then the imbalance is much deeper. The imbalance is, is within your psyche, within your way of life, within the way in which your body, your soul are not in harmony. And I think this is so true. I could again look at hormones for women. Women have a cyclical pattern. We, we follow the phases of the moon. When a woman is trying to be 24-7 exactly the same every day of the month, she becomes depressed. She becomes angry. She becomes anxious. Just realigning to our rhythms, whether these are rhythms due to your moon time, your menstrual cycle, or if you're postmenopausal like myself, following the new moon and then the full moon. New moon is a time of going within, the dark moon we call it. Full moon is coming out. No wonder so many women are prescribed antidepressants, not because they lack serotonin, because nobody has taught us that these natural rhythms are essential for our well-being. And we're told it must be in your head, you're crazy. Or maybe there's something else going on in your life. Maybe you were abused. Maybe you're sad. Maybe you lost someone you loved and nobody gave you any space to feel that. Maybe you feel you're in the wrong marriage. Maybe you know something has to change. But hey, just take happy pills and get over it. And I'll tell you, I've heard that both for myself not that I have necessarily ever taken happy pills, but people say, can't be as bad as that. And it's like, how do you know? Or cheer up. No, I don't want to cheer up. I want to break down. I want to fall in. Because when we are moving through a transition period, we often enter places that are darker than other people want us to be in. They're scared of our darkness or our sadness. We know we're going through a dark night of the soul. We know the old is breaking down. And we know that we may be sad and angry. But this is the normal process, the normal transitional process that we need to go through to bring about change. But how often have I heard people say, oh, just cheer up, take tablets. It can't be as bad as that. And what I find there are very few health professionals, and I'm sure those who are listening are amongst the few that I talk about, who have ever actually gone into that darkness themselves, who have come out the other side. I don't want someone who's never, ever had a dark night of the soul to advise me how to do this. I don't want someone who has never had a death in their family tell me how to deal with grief. I don't want someone who has never been sad to tell me how to deal with my sadness. If you have a problem with me and my emotions, there's your problem, not mine. And how do we serve people as health professionals or just loved ones 
if all we want to do is to fix the problem and get them back on the lousy path that's killing them. You're distressing me by your emotion. Don't be like that. I'm not the problem. You're the problem. So we have millions, millions and millions of people around the world who have been denied their normal rhythms, denied what's going on, who have not been given the right type of therapy that doesn't want to fix them, but though is willing to sit with them and hear them and hold them and help them to move through the most traumatic experiences they're holding. And that's the SSRIs. And then we might go to other treatments such as, oh, statins, you know, my thoughts on statins being given to lower cholesterol. Not that cholesterol has ever been seen as the real problem for heart disease, and nor have we seen a lowering of heart attacks due to statins. But no, let's keep promoting the statins because it's making lots of money. Let's just put it in the water. No. What we see with people who are on statins who have low cholesterol because of these artificial drugs is they can't cope with stress because cortisol is made from cholesterol. They have infertility because all our hormones, our sex hormones, are all coming from cholesterol made in the liver. It's nothing to do with the diet. It's about how do I deal with stress? How do I find a way of dealing with my, my, my own emotions? Not by a tablet, I can tell you. And they're showing whether it's depression or stress, getting out in the garden, going for walks, talking with people, not therapists necessarily, but talking with people who have a common interest, pottery, art, gardening, walking. Being amongst other people is the very thing we need. What happens when we're socially isolated? Oh, we did that over the last two years. Or we try and text people. It doesn't work. We need touch. We need eye contact. We need to feel that we're heard and seen. And, of course, I'll just finish with my favorite. Of course, we have now the vaccine issues. Now, I have been very careful to say, I don't mind if you take the vaccine or not. But what annoys me now is that the amount of proof that people have become sick because of the vaccine, it isn't about blaming the vaccine, if that's what I want to say. It's about how do we serve the people who have been told it's safe and effective and are now losing their children, becoming infertile, having bleeds that they shouldn't have, or this SAD, sudden adult death syndrome. If I read of another person going to bed and not waking up, and it's all put down to, we don't know what caused this, but they just happen to have had a booster recently. This is what I call unethical medicine. It's not the fact that you chose to take the vaccine or that you chose to persuade someone to take a vaccine as a medical professional. It's the fact that you don't learn from your mistakes. Science is about looking at the evidence and changing what we do in order to help people. And I'm ashamed to see us saying it's got nothing to do with the vaccine. It's you slept too much. You didn't sleep enough. You ate the wrong food. You did this. You did that. Anything but face 
maybe what we're doing is wrong. And I hope that with this Mercury opposite Saturn, we are going to see some shocking revelations, shocking truths coming out, not just in these next few weeks, but over the following months. And we are going to reverse some of our decisions and we'll be humble enough to say, maybe I was wrong. With that, let us step into a meditation. Again, if it's not suitable for you to do this meditation at this time, I suggest you wait until you can close your eyes and you're in a safe place to do this meditation. Now, if you're ready to close your eyes, you can have your feet on the ground or not, it doesn't matter to me. And I ask you to take your short breath in, long out breath down through your body. As you know, I like you to do, come into your body. And just repeat that, quietening your mind. Bring yourself into your heart, knowing all is well. Now I ask you to, through your heart chakra, the center of your chest, take yourself into a corridor. At the end of the corridor is a door that is closed. And you are interested, intrigued to know what's behind that door. And you're walking along the corridor and if you want, you can hear music in your corridor, you can feel the ground under your feet. You look around you in the corridor and you step closer and closer to the closed door. Just as you're about to put your hand on the latch or the opening for the door, a small figure steps out a small figure that's been your defender, your protector all your life, kept you from being big maybe, kept you from seeing what's behind the door, says, it's important to fit in, you've got to fit in. What is that persona that steps out? Is it your pleaser, your peacemaker? your kind one, your loving one? What is that persona that steps out? How do they look? What words do they use to prevent you opening that door? They've been with you long. And maybe you can give them a name like the pleaser or the peaceful one. What is their name? What is their title? Because you have courage, the courage of the lion, because you feel ready to break out, 
You ask them very gently to step to one side. You may thank them for the role that they've taken in your life so far. But to say it's time, tell them it's time. No more fitting in. And maybe reluctantly they step to one side, still whispering in your ear. But you go up to the door now and you push it open. And behind that door is a part of you that has been waiting to emerge for some time. You may not see it clearly, but let's call it your extraordinary self, your unique self, the self of you that doesn't fit in. You may not have a clear image of it, but you may have a sense of its size or its color. How does it look to you? What's its sound? What qualities would it bring to you? How is it going to enrich you if you allow it into your life? Just for a moment, you may step into that energy, even if you don't see it clearly or know what it is. Just for a moment, step through the door, step into that energy. Feel your body change as you allow it in. You may feel where the energy may not flow through a certain chakra. You may be, oh, I'm not sure about this. Just allow that energy to disperse. And knowing you can go back at any time to enhance your understanding of this energy, let's step out of that energy. And you can bring that energy back with you through the door and introduce it to your protector. Say, now I want you to work together. Or if you wish, you may send your protector on a long holiday. Now, bringing your awareness back to this room that you're in. If you're ready, you can say to yourself, I accept into my heart, my protector, you name it. And then you give a name maybe to this other part you met. I accept into my heart this part. If you're not ready, obviously, don't say those words. And then bring yourself fully back to the room where you are. And I leave you knowing that you can go back into the meditation at any time with the thought that it's no longer appropriate to try and fit in. You told yourself that your fate is to be the unique and wonderful being that you are. And this is the time to show us who you are now. 
Till next time. Bye bye. Thanks for listening to the Heart Speak podcast with Dr. Christine Page. Please check out all Heart Speak episodes in the podcast archive section on www.christinepage.com. Heart Speak is also available on iTunes, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Stitcher Radio, and now playing on Amazon Music and iHeartRadio. You can also watch the archive podcast on Christine's channel on YouTube and now on Rumble. Connect with Christine on Instagram, LinkedIn, and Facebook, including her newest Facebook group, The Great Mother Calling. Do share with family, friends, colleagues. Join us next time for another edition of Heart Speak.